bottom line. You need to know because if you don't, you wake up one day and you ask yourself, how did we get here? And then I have to say to you, it's been here. It's been on your watch. Uh, you've been the Ezekiel 33 watchman on the wall that said nothing. Because you can only see what you're taught to see. And you cannot love what you don't understand. And you can't defend what you don't love. And that's a big problem of our culture today is there's a lack of conviction. There's a lack of understanding truth, historic and current, but truth, God's word. And so they don't love. Uh, and you won't defend what you don't love. And then you make laws in this country to defend your abominations. And you find out ways to find a law that will cover your sin, and then you can run under it. And this sounds diabolical because it is. So let's just dive in. Um, most of you by now have heard of the metaverse. And what is the metaverse? And, and does, does Meta control the metaverse? Does Facebook? Does Zuckerberg? Or could the metaverse be something bigger and broader? Well, it's bigger and broader. Many players in the metaverse. It's a race. It's like the space race. Who's first? And I would argue, who's first to create a place or a platform where, frankly, predators can roam free? Things can happen, and you can, as a CEO, just shrug your shoulders and say, ah, you know, I mean, that wasn't our intention. That's not, we've got policies. Um, we, we, you know, Zuckerberg pleading the fifth 52 times when Marsha Blackburn pressed him on the House floor when she was still a House rep saying, hey, uh, why do you not have an algorithm that stops child porn? And he couldn't answer, wouldn't answer, so he pled the fifth. Um, so it's impossible to talk about what I'm about to talk about, which touches your child very, very likely by number does touch your child or is in your school or your family, your youth group, and you need to know. So when we talk about sex trafficking, it's such a broad term. This is our 29th year combating sex trafficking, the sexual exploitation of children. You know my story. You know my sister's story. You understand our history. This is what we do 24-7. We use a podcast to get word out to you. But Every single day, we're involved in rescues, placement, working with survivors, writing policy, changing laws, getting rid of bad books in school, indoctrination, grooming. Well, hear me today. The fastest growing form of media is gaming. Gaming outperforms the film industry. It outperforms the music industry. Gaming or esports is massive. The amount of money thrown into it is massive. The exploitation through it is massive. Boys exploited through Xbox and PlayStation, through games, through online live gaming. See, the problem comes in when strangers get to communicate in a private room. Do you know that every single strip club has a VIP room? No, the sex trafficking doesn't happen on the floor of the strip club. That's just exploitation of women which is diabolical, forced to do certain things. And some may say they choose it, but do they really? No, it's in the VIP room of that strip club where things literally get diabolically out of hand with even minors. Well, now we have these VIP, these private rooms in the metaverse, this obscure thing called the metaverse. You know what? You're an avatar. Uh, don't get me started on that. You're not. You're a human being. You're created by God. But you're an avatar. You got an avatar, and your avatar can travel places you can't travel, and your avatar can see things you don't see. 
Not quite. Because if you see it as an avatar, you're seeing it with your natural eye. It is seared in your mind. The human being thinks in pictures, which is why porn is so destructive. But you can go to this private room and build an island and build things and do things that you maybe can't. You can be a doctor in the avatar. I mean, you can jet set. You can do a whole bunch of things. And just so happens to be that in every metaverse component or room, there's some churches in the metaverse. And we see exploitation in those metaverse rooms in churches. These private rooms in a metaverse where your physical body, a.k.a. the matrix, does not travel there. But you plug in, you sign on, you log on, and you play a game. In the metaverse, there's rooms where you can exploit children. But it's not real, they say, because it's the metaverse, right? I mean, come on now, I'm sitting on my chair here, and then you travel into this fictitious room that you can access and build things and talk to people. But not just in the metaverse. No, you're actually, through the metaverse, connecting with real people. That's called social media. This platform connects Johnny and Susan, and they get to communicate on this platform, and they can do things on this platform called Instagram, called Facebook, called Twitter, called whatever you want to call it, Pinterest for that matter, the app Saturn, Discord, right, where all the trafficking happens, the engagement that initiates on the platform, the grooming that initiates on the platform to then take the conversation offline. So the notion that what happens in the metaverse stays in the metaverse is absolute nonsense. It's like saying what happens in Vegas stays with Vegas. No, what you did in Vegas goes home with you. The affair you had in Vegas is going to wreck your marriage. It's real. It's not fake. The exploitation, what goes into your eye gate, what you see in the metaverse stays with you. What you hear in the metaverse stays with you. No, the house you built in the metaverse is not real, but the conversations are because they were real people and they're live. So let's talk about a game platform. You may or may not have heard of it, and they always operate in obscurity in the dark alleys and the corners of the web, right? Um, let's talk about Roblox. R-O-B-L-O-X, Roblox. And let me throw some stats to you about Roblox. What is Roblox? It is a metaverse gaming platform, okay? Many, many games on this platform. It's a whole platform, a suite of games. They've got some games called condos, condo games. These are games where people engage in sex. In the metaverse now, hold on now, I mean... Can't say the guy's being unfaithful or can't say the guy's doing weird things because it's not real. It's fake. It's his avatar that's performing a sex act, right? But you're seeing it. It's like anime porn. It doesn't matter. You're seeing it. It's a fantasy. You're, you're living it out through an avatar. It stays with you. When you unplug from this matrix, right, this metaverse, you don't forget what you just did. It builds... A tolerance to satisfaction, which means you'll want more. It builds an addiction to the dopamine because there's still a dopamine reaction. When you watch a Lego-like character in Roblox that you built engage in a sex act in a room with another person who's a real person sitting in their chair in their living room or in their office with their avatar engaging with your avatar. 
you don't not take that with you. You take that experience with you. It is desensitizing. It is stimulating. It does fire the neurons. It does produce the endorphins. The dopamine does hit. But wait a minute. Roblox has some interesting statistics. Founded in 2006 by uh, David Bazuki and Eric Castle. Eric Castle passed away since then. But these two guys founded this in 2006 with their primary target audience, boys aged 9 through 12. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You just talked about sex platforms on Roblox, Roblox and now you're talking about boys. Yeah. Largest demographic for Roblox boys aged 9 through 12. Gamers, males. The shareholders report, most recent report, said that their fastest growing demographic outside of their core demographic, which are boys aged 9 through 12, who go onto Roblox and they play all these different games and they get into these condo games, although the app says 13 and up. You just need to say, I'm 13 and up. But they self-identify and acknowledge that their core demographic on the platform are boys aged 9 through 12. And then they'll say, well, I mean, it doesn't mean they play condos. Yes, they do. The stats show that they do. The lawsuits say they do. The victims say they do. But here's the fastest growing demographic on Roblox. Now, remember, core demographic 9 through 12 boys. The fastest growing demographic on Roblox are boys, men, aged 17 through 24. Okay, hold on one second. 24-year-olds playing games in condos and on other games on this platform with 9-year-olds. What can go wrong here? This seems like it's a playground for predators. By the way, it's a social media feature. The metaverse. By the way, that means they're covered under Section 230 of the Federal Code. Which means good luck, Mom, when your son says, hey, I was exploited and a picture was taken of me and it's now disseminated and spread all over the Internet in the metaverse, outside of the metaverse, because what happens in the metaverse does not stay in the metaverse. Good luck suing Facebook. Good luck getting that image removed. So Roblox... The lawyers are saying some of their key challenges are they are under, covered under Section 230. Same problem we have with the 70-plus million child porn images on Facebook, on Instagram, the class action lawsuits on Instagram, on Twitter, every single social media platform, unless they have a proactive, proactive stance to eliminate that. But they don't. They don't. And you have to ask why. So let's dive into some of the operations of Roblox. American-based company, right? It's not like Pornhub that is owned by Manwin in Canada that's owned by another offshore company where we have no jurisdiction. We have jurisdiction so we can actually do something about this. Um, they say that two-thirds of children between the age of 9 and 12, if we can pull that up, could we possibly pull that up? Uh, where this is a Roblox statement. So you don't hear it just from me that you actually see this. We're going to go to this on the screen here. We can go full screen of this. Yep, there we go. If you don't mind, Summer, if you'll scroll just to the top of that page so we can see who published this. This is the BBC. 
keep going. There we go. Roblox, the children's game with a sex problem. I mean, what a title. The children's game with a sex problem in Roblox called Condos. Now, that image you see on the screen right there, there there's um, an article about this, about this particular game where a boy, a man, gets drugged through this strip club, which is what it is, with a dog collar on, uh, like a dog on a leash, like dominatrix, uh, BDSM stuff, right? Children, 9 through 12, 24-year-olds. Let's scroll down a little bit. I want to... There's two strippers who's dancing in that bar while this kid is drugged through it. Let's scroll down. I want to read this right there, please. The exact figures are a little hazy, but in 2020, Roblox told Bloomberg, again, sourcing Bloomberg, the BBC here, not necessarily conservative right-wing nuts, right? Right? Um, that two-thirds of all U.S. children between the ages of 9 and 12 use the game. Let's pause. Around about 58 to 65 million kids K through 12, which puts us in around the 10 million number, nine through, uh, sorry, uh, K through 12, but 9 through 12 in age, puts us around 10 million U.S. children. So you want to tell me two-thirds of 10 million U.S. children play games on Roblox, have access to condos, have access to sex games in the metaverse, where they can play with 24-year-olds. But heck, they could play with 65-year-olds. 17 to 24 is just the fastest growing demographic. It's not the top end of the spectrum. They could play with sex offenders, pedophiles, predators, traffickers. And they're not just playing games of building things, building communities. No, they're sex games. Role play. And, and then beyond that, it's live where you can chat. You actually talk to the other gamer, a real person, but you're an avatar, but it's not going to affect anybody, we promise. We're not going to see the conversation go offline. Oh, wait a minute. Can we pull up some of the lawsuits? Let's look at some of the lawsuits and the claims in the lawsuits because if I'm not mistaken, that's exactly what I predicted was going to happen. And I predicted this in 2020 when Zuckerberg and the metaverse conversation came and I said children will be exploited sexually in metaverse rooms and society will say, but it's not real because it's an avatar. Well, number one, it is real because you see it, you hear it, you learn language, you're being desensitized, you're being groomed, but those conversations don't stay in the metaverse. They go into real life. Robux faces lawsuits from players, parents over... Harmful content. Uh, Summer, if you can find me the comment. Ooh, wait a second. Class action lawsuit from parents of underage players who accused the company of allowing sexual content to reach young children despite advertising itself as a safe place, which is even worse when you tell people you're safe. Uh, I think it's the other lawsuit, if you don't mind, where they talk about the parents saying, hey, uh, this player took a conversation with a minor offline sent explicit content of himself offline, no longer in the metaverse, and forced the child to send explicit content. Let me see what that resembles. Oh, that's right. The copybook playbook of a predator trafficking a child because you don't just kidnap a child. Forget about it. 1.7% of sex trafficking in America is kidnapping. The rest is grooming and desensitization while the child is living at home. But let's do it in the metaverse. It's safe. 
Roblox says it's safe. Zuckerberg says it's safe. Promise. What you do here, don't travel with you. It won't affect you. If we talk to you about porn and about certain sexual positions and you talk to a real person and they sexualize it and, you know, it sounds and details and positions and your avatar takes assumes positions, sexual positions, we promise that it won't affect you in real life. And we also say, hey, listen, they're not going to take it offline. Of course, it affects you in real life. Of course, it goes offline. I argue the predator goes there to groom because it's flying the banner that it's a safe space, which is why it's so dif difficult and dangerous when you have sexual content taught in the classroom of a school because the parent and the child assume, big problem, assuming that it's a safe space. This is why it's detrimental when the school is willing to call your child by a different name or tell your child, don't tell your mom and your dad what we do here at school because we are assuming it's a safe space. The metaverse is not safe. It is not safe because the ones who built it didn't make it safe. And it's not a priority for them to make it safe because they've got cover from the federal government. In just one of the lawsuits, there's two current class action lawsuits against Roblox. The parent says, listen, this is what happened to his daughter. She was six years old and um, happened to be on Roblox and found herself to talk to an adult male in a live game. And this adult male then approached this child uh, away from Roblox and the child was groomed and sexualized. And this is how it happens. It's not different from how it happens on Instagram or how it happens on any other social media platform. Uh, you should really look into Saturn. That's an app your kids have where they load their whole school calendar to schedule on it. If it's got a chat feature, it's a social media platform. The predators are coming like we saw what happened in Pinterest. The second Pinterest opened up a chat feature, exploitation happened. This is the nature of it. And if it's not strongly monitored and it's not strongly guarded against the predators will go to any platform that you give them they will use it the responsibility now falls on those who are designing it but but wait a minute some of these games were designed to be sex games for the metaverse they are strip clubs virtual strip clubs they're virtual massage parlors where you can get hmm, anything Anything from ordering a rub and tug on your avatar to whatever. Full-blown sex buying for your avatar. Abuse, rape. But children can wander into these rooms, but no harm here because it's not real. It's the metaverse. Our society is in a severe, serious crisis. You talk about AI and the dangers of AI. You talk about how AI can be weaponized against the human race. You talk about deep fakes. You talk about, well, how do we know what's real and what's not? You talk about the abuse of power by news agencies. Well, news agencies don't fly under the radar of Section 230. They don't have that protection. Social media platforms do. You need to maybe be concerned about how predators exploit social media platforms with or against the platform's consent or will, but they are exploiting them. And then you got to ask yourself, well, should a teenager or a six-year-old be able to wander into some sex room? Should it be that easy to, to just say I'm 13 and above? 
Well, then you're going to ask yourself, why are we having such a hellacious fight in a state like Texas to get age verification for porn sites? Why do we have people in the GOP blocking age verification for porn sites? Why is it a difficult conversation to say, hey, there's got to be a mechanism where this child has to prove that they're over the age of 18 because before they can open up a Pornhub account? Why is that difficult? Maybe for the same reason, it's a difficult conversation to say, hey, we need to know what children are flowing into our country that are being trafficked. Can we maybe keep record? No, says the Fed. Can't do that. Come on, Zuckerberg. Tell us why you're not proactively taking a stand of taking down child porn. You personally, don't come and tell me your programmers. Don't come and tell me your algorithm. It's a human being that writes the algorithm, okay? I mean, we were all born at night, some of us, but just not last night. This is common sense. You're aiding and abetting by looking the other way. All of you, every social media platform that does not publicly go out and say, we're going to throw the kitchen sink at this. Children are not for sale. Children cannot be exploited. Children cannot be groomed. Children cannot be harmed. We cannot tell children this is a safe space. Well, we got sex games that you can stroll into. Well, you got to be over 13. Well, how do they get past that? They just tell us they're over 13. Oh, yeah. No child has ever done that. It's just funny that we rescue children from these platforms who in real life, not their avatar, suffer abuse. And you know what? You can't call Roblox and say, hey, uh, excuse me, this child was groomed on your platform and then met up with a predator away from your platform and now has 10, 12, 15 years of therapy ahead of her or him. You played a role in this. No. No. We got Section 230. We're safe. We said it's a safe space and we... We don't condone it. Do you stop it? What are you proactively doing? Why are you so often on the dirty dozen list with Nkosi? Don Hawkins, phenomenal work they're doing. Marcel, these people doing incredible work. What about the dirty dozen list of the tech companies looking the other way? You are hard-pressed today to find a new app that is skyrocketing, that does not have trafficking on it. You would think Congress would meet and say, okay, hold on one second. If you're building a company that has an app, and that app has any social media features where people can, through you, engage online, offline, meet each other, share content, comment on content, you've got a responsibility. How are you going to defend children? Questions not asked. Why? Half of Congress is addicted to porn. Both sides of the aisle. Half of Congress is in some diabolical, sexual, immoral lifestyle. And a man cannot serve two masters. When you live a sexually immoral lifestyle, you're not going to defend the innocent and the voiceless. You're going to abstain. Maybe go do a bit of homework and see how many of these politicians abstain to vote on these kind of bills. And a no vote is a vote in the wrong direction. You either are for it or against it. There's no middle ground. You are for porn companies having access to children or you are against it. 
cast your vote. You don't abstain. That means you're for it. Because you did not use your elected power to do good. Oh, but then the question is, well, what is good? See, it's not enough for you to be a social media virtue warrior, right? Social activism. You got to actually be active in real life. You don't live in the avatar. You live in the metaverse as an avatar. You live in the real world. Real children are being sold as sex slaves in this country more than any other nation on the face of the earth. And I'm not one of the political pundits and the, the influencer voices online that wants to tell you about it. We stare these children in the eye. We rescue these children and women and men. We have to find placement for them. We've got to bring help. Spiritual ritual abuse victims. We've got to bring therapy, fractioning, multiple personalities, addiction, brokenness, loneliness, suicide ideation. All you social influencers, you talking about it? Face it. Get the call from a mother that says, hey, she's missing. Hey, um, don't know how this happened, but she's self-exploiting. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. It's liberation. It's female woman empowerment. Oh, OnlyFans page. Power to the girl. You are sexually abusing yourself, selling yourself as cheap as you can for the dollar, and you can never get it back. You've robbed yourself from your own dignity. You will never looked at. You will never be looked at by any man for your true value as God created you. But society tells you this is power. Why? Because society is addicted, addicted to money. Because they've equated money as value and money as identity and power as money as value and power as identity. Oh, to each his own. If she wants to sell herself, she's selling herself to your husband's. Your sons are buying her online. And you live in this world where, oh, it's Kesara, Sarah, it's not going to affect me. It is affecting you. We no longer ask, is there a pedophile in the church? It's like, who is the pedophile in your church? Well, why? Because the church hasn't taken a bold, proactive stance for truth in a conversation of sexually exploited content in the classroom, in a conversation of Roblox condo games in the metaverse. 22% of American pastors last year, only, all caps, only 22% of American pastors last year mentioned pornography from the pulpit. But it's the drug. What is OnlyFans? Porn. Exploitation, prostitution, trafficking. That's what it is. Who's buying? American men, baby. Girl empowerment. Tell her to exploit herself so the men of this nation don't have to look at their own sin and get help. Normalize it. Heck, you know what? Change language. Don't call it pedophilia. Come on now. Make it softer. Call it minor attracted person. It's not a minor attracted person. It's a pedophile. 
It's a person with an illness and a sickness to get help. Exploiting other human beings for your own pleasure. Slavery. More slaves today in the United States of America than ever before in history. Black, white, Hispanic, Caucasian, Asian American, African American, European American, doesn't matter. Satan doesn't profile. He doesn't care if you're what race, what gender, how you affirm, how you associate, where you come from, your socioeconomic status and your class does not matter. It's in every community. And now we found a remedy. Oh, it's okay. Just do it in the metaverse. Nothing's going to go wrong. Safe space. I'm highlighting roadblocks. There's so many. You didn't even know. Why don't you look into Nickelodeon, addictinggames.com. Go back 10, 15 years, 20 years. Addictinggames.com, a Nickelodeon property. Go look at that. Maybe go look up a game called Perry the Perv that five-year-olds played where Perry was peeping through a hole into girls' showers. And if you can line your eye up, they flash you. Or, or another one, Naughty Classroom. Seven-year-olds, three million seven-year-olds a month. It's a Nickelodeon property. We're safe for your kids. We promise. You got to dig a little bit in that world to find Perry the Perv and to find Naughty Classroom. But that's not... It's a game. That's not going to make Johnny sexual. That's not going to degrade his value of women. That's not going to make him have, you know, sexual ideation and weird feelings. We promise. It's just a game. And we wonder how we got here where grown men want to dance naked for kids. And society says, yeah, we think it's a good idea. Let the mothers drive the kids there. Give their kids a dollar bill to put it in that guy's underwear. I don't know. You tell me how healthy you think we are as a society. Maybe we in Vladimir Putin, a criminal, a war criminal, addressed his whole nation and said, we will not be America. We will not sexualize our own children. What? We're being schooled by an international war criminal on morality? Because they're orthodox? Excuse me? We need a brain transplant and a heart transplant in this country. We need God to come back into people's lives. We need this, the conviction of the Holy Spirit to fall like fire from the sky on this nation. For people in their own homes to stop saying, Jeffrey Epstein is a trafficker. Yeah, duh. So is your guy next door and your husband who's addicted to porn, who's forcing you to perform, is on his way to buying sex if he doesn't get help. And before he blinks, he's buying sex from a minor. Do you know that every single predator we've ever arrested looked at me and has said these words, I don't know how I got here because it's a drug. So there's my truth sandwich for the day. What's your call to action? Join our team. 
get educated, learn what trafficking looks like, learn how to protect your child, sign up for our new newsletter at helpjbm.org. Stand with us and organizations like the Institute for Shelter Care that sponsors this show, this episode, to bring truth to you, to say, hey, we have to do something in our culture, in our society. Organizations like Patriot Mobile, Conservative Christian Cell Phone Network that stands with us to rescue children. Organizations like Storyville Coffee that says if you drink a cup of Storyville Coffee, you're going to save the life of a child from trafficking. So why don't you go to Storyville.com and become a coffee subscriber and don't send your money to Starbucks that funds Help Fund Planned Parenthood. Why don't you maybe consider a Patriot Mobile as a cell phone carrier where they invest money to help us rescue children from the border? Why don't you look into the Institute for Shelter Care that takes the broken and the most afflicted with us and place them in shelter and pour into their lives and restore their lives and lift their arms up and introduce them to the King of Kings that can redeem them, that can heal brokenness, that they have a future, that they can not just live but thrive. So thank you to the Institute for Shelter Care. Thank you to Patriot Mobile. Thank you to Storyville Coffee for not just putting your money where your mouth is, but stepping into this dark fight to say children are not for sale, should not be exploited. There is a better way. You can live in social media without child exploitation. It is possible. It's just going to take a lot of us demanding it. You have more power than you think. Stay strong and be courageous. God bless you.